Happy Thursday, everyone, and thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. As always, this is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. It's live in Arizona with mobile sports betting just in time for football, as you all know. DraftKings is kicking off another week of action by giving all the customers one of the best offers you're going to get. $1 down for any football game, and you receive $150 in free bets instantly. No matter what, no strings attached. If it sounds too good to be true, it's not. Hop on and go to DraftKings Sportsbook and check it out for yourself. All right. Everybody knows that in Tucson, this is basically Arizona basketball country right here. This is basically where you look at and you say, all right, that's a that's a basketball program right there. We're not Duke. We're not Carolina. We're not Kentucky. Get all that. But you know what? You're certainly in that second group of teams. And honestly, you're probably looking at one of the top five to six fan bases in the entire nation. Everybody travels. You go to all the home games at Vegas during the Pac-12 tournament. You know what happens? It's taken over and it turns into an Arizona-centric environment. And that's not going to change. But this has been certainly a season of upheaval. And honestly, it's been a couple years of upheaval right now between Book Richardson getting arrested, all of the Sean Miller accusations slash innuendo, everything that's gone on there. And it hasn't been easy for Arizona basketball fans. But going to the Tommy Lloyd press conference where he opened it up to the media for media day and started talking about his vision for the program, his vision for the future, was something that was unique. It was something that was exciting on a couple different levels. Now, listen, Sean Miller did some really good things for the U of A. There's, there's no doubt about that. You know, I mean, for a five-year window, he had Arizona in the top five in the country pretty much every single year. But the one thing, though, didn't it start to feel after a while like everybody was just kind of on pins and needles? You were waiting for the next shoe to drop. You were waiting for the next book to drop. I know that was terrible, but that's essentially what was going on here. And everybody was just kind of clenched teeth, clenched fists, and you just kind of wonder what was going to happen next. And, oh, by the way, the product on the court was diminishing to a certain extent as well. What everybody saw at that press conference yesterday was a coach that was relaxed. They saw a coach that was ready to get in there, get to work, and you know what? It was refreshing because of how open he was. He, Tommy Lloyd was out there saying, you know what? I don't have all the answers, but I can tell you a couple things. First and foremost, we're going to run. And the one thing about the Sean Miller era is that you would always hear that, yeah, we're going to run this year, but it never really happened. It might happen for a you know possession. It might happen for a couple possessions, but it was not, it was never anything that Coach Miller was really into for lack of a better term, this was going to be something that, you know, would sound good for recruits, but it wasn't going to really be exacted. Whereas with Tommy Lloyd, he's talking and he's talking about, yes, we're going to run. And I'm not saying that we're going to run just because it sounds good. I'm saying that we're going to run because it's the best way to win basketball games. And I'll tell you what, talk about Talk about words to somebody's basketball ears right there. Every Growing up watching Lute Olsen's teams, you always knew that, all right, basically every four years, we're probably going to make the Final Four, 
there's going to be a lot of years where we're going to have a team that's good enough to win the national championship. But it was just more than that. You watched an aesthetically pleasing form of basketball where nothing was nothing was forced and it just looked easy. The guys were having fun. The coaches were having fun. Everybody was having fun out there because these kids were getting out and running and these kids were playing a fun brand of basketball. So, you know, when you have a coach that's saying something and you're coming on the heels of Lute Olson, that's obviously going to be looked at. And the juxtapose was, well, it was, it was interesting to put it mildly. When I watched Tommy Lloyd yesterday, when I watched him at practice, you could tell that he meant it. You could tell that he meant that this was going to be an up-tempo environment and this was going to be up-tempo for the duration of the Tommy Lloyd era. And one quote that he made really, really stuck out to me where he said, and this is an exact quote, to whom much is, get, much is entrusted, much will be demanded. And he meant that because he's going to let these guys go. He's going to give them their freedom. But you know what? You better not abuse that freedom. And we got the red-blue game coming up. We're going to talk about that a great deal coming up along with some other uh, individual player notes. But when Tommy Lloyd's talking about how he's going to let these guys run, unless they give him a reason not to let them run, this 100% is going to be happening. And that's what the exciting thing about it. It's kind of a new era of Arizona basketball with a little bit of a harbinger to the past because of the style of play that they're going to be running. And it's going to be something that I can't wait to see. We got the red-blue game coming up, which we're going to be talking about for sure. But that's exactly what I think everybody is looking at right now and saying to themselves, this is going to be fun. And, oh, yeah, by the way, Tommy Lloyd is an incredibly endearing guy. You watch him, and some people look like they don't really mean exactly what they're saying. But when you watch Tommy Lloyd, this is a guy that I think it means everything he said, and he just struck me as a pure-hearted person. Anybody that refers to one of his players as sweetheart, you know is cut from a little bit of a different cloth. And you know it's also cut from a little bit of a different cloth? DraftKings. Now, you got a lot of bets coming up this week. You've got NFL. College basketball is going to be tipping off here shortly, and there's no better time to hop in on DraftKings. They're giving you a... $150 free play if you put $1 down on any football game this weekend. It doesn't get any better than that. $1 down, who cares what happens with the $1? You get $150 free play after that. So here's what you got to do. You got to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PHNX to receive $150 in free bets instantly. Instantly. When you place a $1 bet on any game, that's promo code PHNX to get $150 in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and up, Arizona only. Gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Give them a call. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for more details. And also... We got Benedict Matherin coming up tomorrow, but that's going to be a staple of the PHNX podcast here and all of the work that you have on the website. We're going to get some great interviews. We're going to have a lot of great content, 
And you know what? You should check out the phnxlocker.com. You can get access to members-only Discord where you can get away from all the nonsense that you see on social media and really just talk with people that want to talk about sports. They're like-minded like you. They're like-minded about their team. And that's what's fun about it. And that's what's unique about PHNX. So again, check out the podcast, AZ Wildcats, uh, AZ Wildcats podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast and check out go PHNX and you'll be happy you went there. All right. Now let's talk a little bit about every single player on this roster what we can expect, and what you might want to look for in the red-blue game going forward. Now, the two best players on this team, at least from a talent, from a productivity perspective, are Benedict Matherin and Azulis Tabellis. Now, they couldn't be any different other than the fact that they're the same academic year. These are guys that are drastically different players. Azulis Tabellis is a big man who is about 6'8", 220 pounds, somewhere around there, and he's just generally too big and too skilled for anybody to go against in the Pac-12 and not be able, and for him not to be able to score. Heck, I think of the uh, when he went against USC last year, where you're going against the Mobley brothers. One guy's a top five pick. On top of that, you got another brother who is going to be one of the best players in the conference this year. These are the type of guys that are just NBA guys. And oh, by the way, Azulis Tabellis dropped thirty on him. And it was an easy 30. He was a guy that was able to do pretty much what he wanted there. I don't know what my expectations per se are other than he should be able to get bare minimum. 16 points, 10 rebounds, something to that effect. And honestly, you kind of wonder if he's got a little bit of a Tyler Hansborough next level component to his game where, oh, maybe by the way, he averages 22 and 11. He's got that type of ability, and he can do that. It'll be fascinating to see, though, exactly how he's able to carry that one out. Now, Benedict Matherin is not the basketball player right now that Azulis Tabellis is, but he's a guy that has way more physical ability. Six foot six, three and D guy, can essentially move like a guard. He can also, he's got strength. He can play like a big in that regard. He can shoot the ball incredibly well, and he's a great straight-line driver. Now, it'll be fascinating to see exactly what he can do at the next level when it comes to ball handling because he's got the ability, but you wonder, is he going to be a straight-line driver? Because generally, guys like him who are straight-line drivers, they don't generally get a lot of wiggle to their game. They don't get a lot of yo-yo ability when it comes to the basketball. They're essentially kind of stationary guys. And you know what? That's not the worst thing in the world because you know what that is in the NBA? That means you're a 3 and D guy. And if you're a 3 and D guy, you can make a lot of money. I mean, heck, there's guys making $18 million a year just being 3 and D guys. So Ben will play in the NBA. Ben, again, his baseline is going to be 14 points a game, but there's going to be potential there to be able to do even more than that. And that's going to be fun to watch. That's going to be fun to observe. Now let's talk about the point guard position. You got Kerr Crusoe. Kerr is a point guard, period. Tommy Lloyd made that very clear from his press conference all the way through. He is a point guard, and you and it's not it's not complicated. I think some people looked at Kerr and they said, well, he's from overseas. You know, maybe there's a little maybe he's got a little bit more of a, a combo guard. No, he's a point guard. 
And that's exactly what Tommy Lloyd said. Tommy Lloyd said, I will have him playing the point guard position. He's got the shooting. He's got the ball handling. He's got the maneuverability. And I have a lot of confidence in him being able to set up and make his sets, make our sets his, and basically run my offense. I think you're going to look for a big year out of Kerr because generally when you've been in the game a long time and you've watched a lot of different coaches talk about things, you can tell when somebody has a quiet confidence to them. And that's what Tommy Lloyd has when he's talking about Kerr. He's got very much of a quiet confidence to him in that I think he knows that the conference is about to find out more about Kerr than pretty much anyone knew and probably what Tommy Lloyd has seen firsthand. Now, speaking of seeing stuff firsthand, we've seen Christian Coloco, big man, for a couple years now. And he's always been a guy who's got a great basketball build. There's no doubt about that. But he's always been a guy that, you know, there was something missing. And that something missing was generally basketball skill. He can block shots. He can move pretty well. But he always was going to have a little bit of an issue catching the ball. And I don't know that that's going to change. Generally with big men, that's something that you either have or you don't. Now, maybe he does develop hands, but we saw it with Caleb Tarzuski here for four years. You had a coaching staff that worked tirelessly with Caleb on that. And, oh, by the way, he got a little bit better, but the hands are generally something that you don't get better at. Or you can get a little bit better at, but it's not going to be you're not going to turn into a Kimolajuan. That's that's just the way it is. Now, Tommy Lloyd said that he expects uh, Christian Coloco at some point, or let me let me rephrase, to be an all-conference caliber type guy. And I'll tell you one thing. If that destination arrives this year, this season, then Arizona is going to be a lot better than people think because that's not something I expected to hear, and I don't think anybody in that media room expected to hear something like that. Now, he looks great physically. His, you know, you look at his, you look at his cuts in his body. You look at his muscularity. This is a guy that looks like he's been working very hard. And Coach Lloyd talked about how Christian has been working very hard in the weight room. Now it's just going to be, can you move that to the basketball court? And if you can move that to the basketball court, then you're going to be seeing a guy that certainly has that ability. I think one other guy you got to look at too that's probably going to be a potential starter is Dalen Terry. Terry everybody kind of knows Terry's story. Kid from Phoenix, um, kind of a late bloomer. I knew about him when he was a freshman in high school, but I always kind of wondered if he was going to develop an offensive game to go with some of his physical abilities. And he's a really good ball handler. He's a sneaky good ball handler. He's a good passer, and he's got a lot of ability. But he can't really shoot the ball, and Coach Lloyd talked about how he's going to try to get Dalen to shoot the ball better and that they've worked on his form. <laughs> it was funny. Lloyd said that, yeah, I suggest. I said we can either keep the form the way you want or we can change it, and I gave him a strong suggestion, and he's changing it. So I think you know where Coach Lloyd went with that one. But if Dalen Terry can shoot the ball and he looks bigger physically and he can guard some bigger guys, you're going to have a lot of position flexibility out there for the Wildcats. And one thing that I would say, if you're going to hop on DraftKings, but the one thing that you do need to know is that you've got a lot of different avenues you can go. You can bet 
overs, over-unders. You can bet spreads. You can bet live. You can bet in-game parlays. And the great thing about it, too, is that you've got a $150 free play when you put $1 on a football game. I mean, honestly, $1 and you get $150 out of that one. Does it really get any better than that? I know that when I watch an NFL game, I think to myself, all right, well, I'm not exactly sure that I'm going to win this, but it doesn't matter. It's free money. So again, $1 down, you get $150 free play. You're not going to really find any place that's going to give you a better avenue to be able to exercise a little bit of that. Plus, it's fun. I mean, I don't know about you, but watching the Bengals against the uh, Jaguars isn't exactly the most enjoyable thing. But you know what? If I got some money on it, if I take the Bengals, you know, with the points, then it becomes a little bit more interesting. And that's something that I think that all of you should take advantage of. All right, now let's talk a little bit about some of the other players on the team that might not be starters, but I think they've got the ability to at least be valuable contributors in some way, shape, or form. And Justin Kyer is a guy from Georgia, Georgia transfer wing, averaged about nine and a half points a game last year. He's a difficult one to really get a read on because you look at him and he looks the part. He's never been a real big scorer, though, but you look at and physically, though, I think that he can be a really good defender. I think he's also got the ability, though, to be able to kind of be a jack of all trades. Now, again, I'm not sure what that means. Maybe that means that he averages 13 a game. Heck, maybe that means that he averages seven points, four rebounds, three assists. But I think you are looking at a guy, though, that is going to be able to contribute in some capacity. And I think you're probably looking at a guy that's going to play about 20 minutes. He's a guy that I'm very curious to see in the red blue game, exactly how he looks, because he's a guy that nobody really knows what to expect. I'm going to hop. I'm going to throw two other guys in there. You've got Adama ball and you've got Noel. Both of these are freshman wings. Physically, they look similar. They're both about six, four, six, five, wiry, strong, good athletes. Um, you've seen a little bit of Jalen, or you've seen, a, or excuse me, Shane Noel is a guy that we've seen. I mean, it's not exactly like he's a newcomer to the recruiting scene, but he, for whatever reason, generally when you're the brother of an NF, or an NBA player and a guy who was the conference player of the year, generally you're going to be over-recruited, not under-recruited. And you kind of wonder exactly what the deal with Shane is because he was far more of a regional recruit than a national recruit. But when Tommy Lloyd came in, I think that, you know, I think he spoke for a lot of people when the kid's good because he could have easily gotten rid of him. There were other kids that had moved on to different places and, you know, he wished him the best. But Shane was a kid that he wanted to keep and he's had very good things to say about him. Now, I think if Shane plays this year a lot, then probably something happened or it wasn't that good. But I think he's a kid that's going to be a keeper. Ball, I got no, I got no idea on. I mean, you've, everybody's seen the YouTube videos, but he's not a kid that was on the AAU international circuit or AAU national circuit, and you don't really know what to expect. But he is a guy, though, that was recruited by Gonzaga, and this is a good rule of thumb. If you're recruited by Gonzaga right now, then you're probably going to be good enough to play at the U of A at this stage. So who knows? He's a kid that I'm really going to keep an eye on during the red-blue game. All right, a couple other people. Obviously, 
Umar Ballo is an, a fascinating guy to look at because he's a Gonzaga transfer. When you look at him, he's about every bit of 6'10", 260, but you wonder where exactly he is from a skill perspective because is he the guy that can move up and down the court and block some shots and be a big physical body, or is he a guy that also has some skill to go with it? And I think that's the question that everybody I think that's a question that everybody really has right now is what can he do? It'll be fun to see in the red-blue game where exactly he is because I don't know, and I don't think anybody really knows what to expect from him. I think Coach Lloyd has a pretty good idea of what to expect from him, but <laughs> I would certainly hope Coach Lloyd would have a good idea what to expect with him being that, well, he's coached him. <laughs> he's coached him before. But those are going to be some of the guys that you're going to want to keep an eye on during the game, and it's just going to be fun. Arizona basketball for the last few years was just kind of a drag. Now, again, we all supported our cats, no doubt about that. But it wasn't always easy because there just always seemed to be something hovering above. There always seemed to be something that was right around the corner. And Coach Miller's disposition wasn't always the easiest one either to support. So I think to myself, it's kind of a brand new era. It feels like it feels like a brand new era, and I'm just excited to go out there and see. So again, the red blue games this Saturday. We'll be back up with you talking about everything we saw. Articles coming up on uh, PHNX AZ Wildcats podcast. Check that out on Apple, Spotify. We'll be back with you breaking everything down from the red blue game. One thing I did want to tell you about now, and this is a new sponsor though, right now. All right, let's talk a little bit about Manscaped. It's time to end the days of shaving your balls, ending up like a hairy, a horror movie. The folks at Manscaped have the perfect package for your package to get this done. The below-the-waist grooming leaders have a fourth-generation performance package. Include, inside, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear, nose, hair trimmer, liquid formulations, and two free gifts. Spooky season is here, and Manscaped is getting you set. Starting with their Lawnmower 4.0, this fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe, uh, skin safe technology. Also included is their Weed Whacker. This nose, ear, and trimmer is here to whack your weeds and any goblins that come your way. And you know what? Talking about your best friends, don't forget to give your testes the best love they desire with Manscaped. First is the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. You put deodorant under your armpits. Why not put deodorant on your balls? And can't forget about their Crop Reviver Ball Reviver to give the boys a boost. And you know what? You can get 20% off and free sh shipping with this code PHNX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code word PHNX. Slay your worst pubes and keep your dagger clean with Manscaped. On that note, we will be back with you tomorrow talking about Benedict Matherin and what exactly he's looking for from this team, why he came back for his sophomore year, what his expectations are individually, and a little bit of NBA talk with him as well. Thanks for listening to the Go AZ Wildcats podcast.